podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm. Canelo, are you ready? I was born ready. Considered by many to be pound for pound the best fighter in the world today. Four division, five time world champion. He is now boxing's first ever undisputed super middleweight champion of the world. Damas y caballeros de Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Viva Mexico, Carlones! You'll know, my lady. And you will see. Because I'm going to fuck out everybody. of the Boxing Voice Radio. This is your second daily show of the day. Remember, we go live twice a day, six days a week, 
well, really seven, but just not twice a day for seven. You know, Saturday and Sunday, we, we don't normally do two two day two shows a day unless it's a big, big fight. Like, for this fight, yeah, we'll do something Saturday morning plus Saturday night. But we're here to discuss Canelo Alvarez and Jamel Charlo and their New York City press conference, and we're here to review that. It's a big fight, but where's the hype? You know, they took the Andre Ward and the Terrence Crawford approach to this one. And I hope that L.A., you know, just like when, when, when Ryan was in his hometown, hopefully Canelo spices it up. But they asked both men specifically, and, you know, they just have so much respect for one another. So they felt there was no need to do any of the antics, but... I don't know. That's a lack of hype, right? We needed something. We needed to be coming back over here like rabbit fans. Ah, yeah, fucking Jamal. He, Jamal, he fucking pushed Canelo. He had his, he fucking had his finger in his head. You know what I'm saying? Give me something, bro. And 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 you know, I just watched that whole YouTube interview that Terrence Crawford did, where he was asked the same thing, like, "Yo, all the successful fighters got an alter ego." Deontay Wilder, bronze bomber. Adrian Broner, baby Floyd. Floyd Mayweather, money may. Manny Pacquiao, Pac-Man. Oscar De La Hoya, the golden boy. You know, Canelo Alvarez, El Canelo. You know what I'm saying? Cinnamon. Like, bro, you need an alter ego to stop the cat, man. The fuck? Shit. Kodo was boring as hell, bruh. Nobody ain't give a fuck about Kodo and his dull-ass interviews with the corny-ass temperament, man. Come on, man. We we boxing fans, bro. We need more. I'm sorry. I ain't even trying to be a hater, but, like, yo, come on, man. They going to charge me, like, $85. Like, give me what I want. It's entertainment. Are you not entertained? No. No. No, the fuck I wasn't. No, the fuck I wasn't. I wasn't ready to open my wallet. That shit ain't had me at the edge of my seat ready to pre-buy. You feel me? Come on. Give me something. Make me want to pre-order that motherfucker. Make me want to jump on and tell a friend about this motherfucker. I swear, man. That's how I feel. Outside of that, respect Jamel Charlo for having Joan Guzman up on stage. They ain't let him talk. Not that I noticed. I, I know I watched the whole motherfucking thing. I ain't seen him talk one bit, but at least they was up there. At least they acknowledged him. Then they had a little segment where they asked about him bringing in, you know, uh, Joan and the fact that, you know, he's, he, he made it clear. He's, Joan's been with him since, like, 2017. So that's a nice long time. And shout out to Juwan getting the credit he deserved, you know. He putting in that work. Um, shout out to Brian Campbell for bringing up the video of the training of the two for the Castaño fight going viral. Sounds like he listens to the show. Oh, that's right. He does. That's right. He does. He told me personally. Every time he dropped from Connecticut to New York, he popping and listening to TVB. That's right. But listen, I wasn't happy, though. I'm just going to be real. I wasn't happy. You know, then we got my man... 
whoever is Jackson, he over here fanboying out. He literally said he fanboying out. They all of them was like, oh my God, Canelo, look at your silk shirt. Oh my God, Canelo, you're such a professional. Oh my God, Canelo, can I fucking blow you? Like, yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. For real. Like, for real. Like, nobody's gonna, like, mention David Benavidez. Nobody, you know, I don't know. Like, give us something. Nobody's gonna say, Dan Canelo, you've been avoiding this guy since 54. That's at least what he claims. Why'd it take so long? Give some backstory. You know what I'm saying? And and, and credit to Canelo, because he said it. He said, oh, this guy's been calling me out, you know. This fight's been built up for a long time. It's been supposed to happen. He said all that. But, again, we needed Charlo to be a villain. I'm sorry. You got to be the villain. You got to be the angry motherfucker that did, did, did been dying for this fight. You getting it at the wrong time, but it's still the right time, so to speak. You feel me? But it's like... I've been supposed to fought him. He been running from me. He ran all the way to 68. I'm chasing him all the way to fucking 68. And I'm going to show y'all why he's been running. You feel me? Give me that. All this shaking hands shit, hands behind the back shit. Oh, my God. I don't want that shit. Not in L.A. Not in L.A. Don't come to L.A. with that shit. Y'all got to give me more. I want more. We talking about $85. That's a pair of Yeezy slippers with delivery. You feel me? Like, we talking about $85, man. That's a dinner. Easy. We talking about $85. Shit. That's a detail for the vet. The fuck? You motherfuckers better come earn this money. Hmm. <clears throat> And let me tell you, I'm valuable. Oh, I'm valuable. Motherfuckers out here only doing 650000 for big fights? Man, and I bought that. Plus do a watch party. I'm valuable. I'm a paying fucking consumer. You feel me? I pre-order shit. I show receipts. Like, get fucked that. Y'all got to get my money the right way. I'm not just going to be opening the wallet up like that no more. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear nobody talking, Ness, you know, I like it. They had to be respectable. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Keep that same energy. Lucky I ain't on camera, man, because I got to smoke. Shout out to Hardeen. That's how we start this shit. If you ever in Las Vegas, come through Desert Inn Road, stop at Hardeen, pull up to my girl Stephanie. If she ain't there, holla at Kiki. Let them know TBV Central. Get that 15% off. And blow them motherfucking clouds and donuts in the air, but keep that same energy. Lions only. He a bitch. He been ducking me. He a bitch. He been ducking me. What the fuck? Now we shaking hands? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't ask Canelo to be the villain. Don't ask Canelo to be the villain because he ain't said shit to nobody. He just do his thing. He just undisputed divisions, unified divisions, jump up and down divisions, and beat on champions. When I get to the desk, I'm going to show you some shit. I'm going to show you how many champions he beat. 
How many Crawford be? How many Floyd be? How many Pacquiao be? You feel me? So when we start criticizing, remember who fighting champions. Like, I don't know. Lions only, bro. Keep that same energy. Y'all callers, all y'all, all y'all lions keep the same energy. Like, give me, I need to know what's going on. Was it cold or something that I ain't know about? Like, yo, nah, we we gonna fake him out. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, we gonna fuck with the psyche. He think we gonna come out there on some Roddy shit, but we not. We gonna be respectful. I mean, because if, I mean, is that the game plan? I don't know. Just talk to me. Make me part of the motherfucker because I swear to God, I ain't ready to come off my 85. Not yet. Not yet. I'll tell you this, though. So I won't sound too critical. That shit got me excited that he was way bigger than Canelo, bro. But then at the same time, like, immediately when I thought, like, damn, he big as hell compared to Canelo. I'm like, man, all these motherfuckers be bigger than Canelo still losing. Still be getting knocked the fuck out. Still be getting their eyes broken and their ribs broken and their biceps bust. They lips busted. They nose leaking. It's like, damn, size don't matter when it come to Canelo. And I know the buck stopped with Bivol, but that was size and skill. You know, boxers, man. What could you say? But I tell you what, man, um, that did make me excited that he is as, he is as big as he is, you know, and that's that's before the weigh-in, you know what I mean? Like that that'll be how probably about how he looks after he rehydrates, you know. Obviously, he's got a little more pounds on him than he might on fight night, but yeah, man. That's about it. That's about the 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 height of the excitement was like, ooh, he a lot bigger than them. Ooh, I didn't expect that. But that's it. That shit was extra dry. They weren't talking about nothing. I mean, it was a lot of Canelo fluffing going on in there. I mean, everybody. I mean, and I get it. You can't, you can't, because I would be mad. If I accomplish everything that Canelo accomplished, motherfucker, you better say everything I did before I talk too. But that's the highlight of the of the of the review of the press conference. That's it. We done. If we ain't got no callers, this a wrap. There's not much to talk about. I mean, unless you want me to get like uh, Jackson and and Campbell and and Marquez and start telling you that that, that that Canelo had on a Dos Gabbana shirt and he looked good in it and. And 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 Charlo had the hood, the wool hoodie and he looked good. I mean, like, what the fuck? That shit was. That shit was, bro. First of all, why they ain't have a full press conference? Like, I get it, super fun. So, but if they gonna be that lame, at least you know, give us the undercard right there. Jesus Ramos, Erickson Lubin, throw that up on there. It's already the undercard. Like, go ahead and let them motherfuckers get some shine. Let them get some interviews, all the all the reporters that came out to interview Canelo and Charlo, right? I just don't understand how we be thinking. Yeah, that's more flights, more teams to fly out and all this shit. But, like, again, if that shit going to be that lame, 
that shit was pretty dry. I mean, we we've had some some badass press conferences this year. That shit came in low on the low end. Don't make me do a poll and rank rank that New York City the tank New York City, that New York City the Crawford and Earl New York City. Like get that shit out of here. I wish I had the Jay Z soundbite. That shit's lame, man. Switch up your style. That shit was garbage. I'm just being real. I mean, we had two super fights this year. You want to call out a super fight? Y'all lacking? Y'all lacking? I mean, they set the ball with Tank and Ryan and and, 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 and Earl and Crawford. Like, y'all lacking? Give me more. Got to give me more because I'm spending fucking hella money. It's going to be a thousand... A thousand dollar year, easy, in pay per views, easy. A thousand dollar year. Tank got two out of me. I don't even want to start adding. It's too early in the year to start adding, but we already know that I'm telling the truth. So like, yeah, I'm asking motherfuckers to get this money the right way. I'm not just giving it up no more. No sir. Mm mm. Mm mm. They gotta do better. And if you're going to be that lame, let Jawan take the fucking mic. You feel me? At least let him say some shit. I'm not saying he was about to save the day. In no way, shape, or form am I saying that. I'm just saying, though, let him take the mic. If, if it's going to be that generic, I, well, shoot him some generic questions. Fuck. Give him some shine on some, on some lame level shit because it was pretty boring. Was it open to the public? Because I ain't noticed if it was open to the public. Because if it was, that public was quiet than the motherfucker. They must have had the shush shines on. Shh. No speaking. I don't know what happened. But I'm telling you, when it comes to value, and me opening my wallet, they not helping me do it. I'm just I'm just being real. That's gonna be my poll. Did the press conference excite you any more or less? Feel me? Brandon, if you listen and you wanna send something better than that, now is your time. Because Yeah man. I needed more. I needed more. But phone lines are open, and I do mean phone lines. Yeah, the landline is back. Twitter, I see you. Discord, what up? Let's do it. Uh, I am your host, and that's GTO. You already know Instagram and Twitter. Come on and smash that thumbs up right here on YouTube.com. Before we get to the calls, let me remind everybody, we got a new little raffle going on. You see the WBC hand towel? Black knitted. Okay. It goes with this WBC hat, right? Snapback, logo on the left side, but I threw the pin on there this morning for y'all. Peep the game. Gold pin, feel me? Also, WBC sticker. Then you get the WBC tote bag to throw everything in. Topped off with the WBC Dog tag. Shout out to my man Mauricio. That's right. We repping the gang gang over here. So $10 cash app gets you in the raffle. We giving that away Sunday 
morning as we recap. Cash apps on the screen, the two that you should be using. If you use anything other than what you see on the screen, you have been fooled. They got you, and they ain't got nothing to do with me. So the cash app is T-H-A-B-O-X-I-N-G. V-O-I-C-E. Number one. Numerical number one. Not the letters. Okay? Or simple <laughs> Ness GTO. That's dollar sign Ness GTO. Now, if you want to call in, want to give me your opinion on the press conference, that number, 1425-569-5241. But wait, it ain't over. That glove over there, that's Albert Bell. You know he just got a knockout, and he did the little, I don't know. That was like a teabag, which is, he shouldn't be doing to no opponent. Uh, you feel me? Not no male opponent. But look, we got the glove. And we're doing it for the low. The raffle's going to actually be, since he's from Toledo, Ohio, the raffle's for $4.19. Same cash apps that I said a few minutes ago. So remember, in the cash app, make sure you put for the Albert Bell glove, $4.19. If it's for the WBC raffle, make sure you put in the cash app for the WBC raffle, $10. Okay, we going out. Discord, the link is out there. Let me go ahead and share that with everybody yet again, just in case, and I will pin it. And I'm going to go out to my callers after quick little... Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. So the Discord link is now pinned in the live chat here on youtube.com forward slash Voice. And I got to get to my first super chat of the day from Boxing IQ 360. Charlo said only Bud won because of rabbit punches. Rolling on the floor with tears, laughing emoji. Rider of the Storm, $2 super chat. PBC fighters know who daddy is. Canelo. We got seven Jimmy, seven Rivera, $20 fat super chat. Drop a bomb for that. When my man's in the mat with the bombs. Word. He said, Charlo always running his mouth. He was mum today. He know he about to get stretched. Hype is on him because Canelo don't hype like that. And, yeah, I'm a proud casual. Bump your hardcore because casuals bring the money to the sport. Salute. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. I don't know how much of a casual you are, being as though that you know that Canelo and Charlo got, like, something going on and that Charlo should have kept the same energy, essentially, as what your Super Chat is saying. So that kind of makes you a little bit more than the hardcore. Maybe. Maybe not. But, uh, yeah, man, um, I feel the same way. Like, why not keep that same energy? That would have sold more pay-per-views, for sure, for sure. Um, shout out to Crawford that gave us a lot of business on his latest interview. Now, that was pre-PBC. That was post-business. Like, he made it clear he was getting, like, 6 to 8% for pay-per-views and 6 to 8% for uh, tickets. So, shout out to the coach. You know who you are. We was just debating the other day. He like, man, don't nobody get money off tickets but the big name. I'm like, man, get the hell out of here. You selling tickets, you selling tickets. You feel me? 
And you might not get all that money, but you're going to get a percentage when you put them butts in seats. Um, but Crawford said that he would get, let's say, 8%. It's either 6 or 8 that he said that he would get uh, on the back end for the pay-per-view buys once the number met a certain number. But he never met that number, obviously, when he was with Top Rank. You feel me? So that's obviously not the deal uh, with PBC because I see some people confusing that audio. But we got Daryl Alexander, $5 super chat. He says, this is a good fight, but this is not the fight people want. This fight is seven years too late. We want Benavidez versus Canelo with a hundred emoji. And this is exactly why we needed someone to add a little fuel to the fire. Because right now, people are like, man, what the fuck is this? This dude, 154 pounds. What the fuck? Where's Benavidez at? Why ain't fighting Benavidez? So it's like, we need something. We need something. Shout out to Michael Fernandez who sent in his $21 to have uh, multiple entries into the glove raffle. And also we got my man Khaled cutting the line. What up, champ? Indiana. What up, God? What up? Yeah, what up, bro? How you doing? Straight. Man, you know what? I feel you, bro. I feel you. I ain't going to hold you. I feel you. Like, I wanted more. I did want more, especially as somebody that's rooting for Charlo. He did keep it respectful, I guess, you know. And I, maybe the thinking is I'm going to keep it chill. And the press conference then in the ring is going to be fireworks. You know what I'm saying? And, like, maybe, maybe, I feel like if he would have been on that, yeah, yeah, fuck Canelo, this, that, and the third, it might have looked like nervous energy. It might have looked like he ain't never been there before. It might have looked like he he's trying to convince himself that he can do it versus if I come in calm and collected, acting like I've been here before, acting like, nah, like I'm supposed to be here and I'm finna beat him, you know, because he did get rah-rah a little bit. Not too much, but a, a little bit. He kind of talked to it a little bit. So maybe I'm going to get into to, to that thinking. But – I did want more. I ain't hold you. I did want more because I know a Canelo Alvarez broke English ass ain't going to say shit. So it's like, I right, bet. Like, let me get some from my man Lions only. But, all right, you know, we'll see what happened in L.A. But I'm just getting the energy. Like, I'm just getting the feel like motherfuckers about to just keep it chill. Bruh, and if they're going to keep it chill. They yeah. know. They know. Fans be out here like, oh man, that's 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 one nothing Canelo. Canelo won that press card. Like we we've been doing that shit for years. We can't even we don't even know I don't even know who to say won that because that shit was like the fuck was it? It was dry. Yeah, yeah, it was dry. It was like it was on some like I don't know, cause they was both respectful, like was, and now hopefully some people they got their people listening to the boxing voice so they know that we wasn't fucking with it. And we might get a little more spice, but it was once I saw my man shake his hand. So, oh yeah, I see what it, I, I see what time it is. Bro, <laughs> he shook his he shook his hand before the fucker even started. I'm like, what? Oh man. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this nigga's gonna be real chill on this motherfucker. I right, bet, but I'm gonna be patient. We'll see what happens tomorrow, and. Let's just look at some other interviews. It might not be that spicy in this press conference, but other interviews that they do going forward, it might be a little spicy. I know that Charlo was on Sway, 
You know what I'm saying? He might do some shit with that man Brian and all that. He might go do like the million dollars worth of game shit. So it might get spicy later, but you know, like the main shit, it might not be that crazy. So I don't know. Like I'm still right. I'm still picking Carlo. I'm still picking Charlo, but yeah, you're right. Like I'm with you. I did want to see more. Charlo do need to be the villain. Like, kind of just gotta lean into it, say fuck it, you know. Um, you know, and just be like, and then just shake hands afterwards. You know what I'm saying? You being respectful, not gonna make Canelo not whoop your ass. Word. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you might as well play fuck him. You know what I'm saying? And we deal with it afterwards. But he wants you to do the Andre like Ward shit. But that's my call. God, it's I your time. All right. Um, right. real quick, just want to go ahead and give out some shout outs just so that you know, if you're tuned in, if you're rocking in, if you're live with us, you know that I got your cash app. So you are in the running. I got bones 13 gang gang. He's always in the running. He's always on the raffle. Salute. I hope you keep winning. Uh, we got. Jesse Aguilar, he's in the raffle. Michael Fernandez, that's that's actually five entries for raffle. SDX Renzi, I see you also in the Albert Bell glove raffle. So uh, salute, salute. And Eric Kumer sent uh, his 10 for the WBC raffle. So, salute, Eric. Um, Once again, we do have Discord available for anybody that wants to use that. Twitter is also open, and we got the landline. I see you, Arthur, on Twitter. What's up? What's good? What's good, Ness? Chilling, chilling, man. What was your thoughts on the press conference? I feel like the first press conference always kind of like subdued because you can kind of tell by the questions that Brown was asking. He wasn't really asking like no, um, no controversial questions. He would, he didn't ask, you know, like what took you so long to fight Charlo or, or, or he didn't ask Charlo like, uh, you felt like Canelo was ducky, you no questions like that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Spence and Crawford kind of like it heated up everyone. You know what I'm saying? The first one was kind of, kind of like the same thing. And the Tank and Ryan first press conference was like the biggest drama about that was really Tank being like 30, 40 minutes late. So I feel like the first press conference kind of just more subdued, you know what I'm saying? Getting your feet wet or whatever. And uh, yeah, I bought my uh, Charlo tickets today for the fight. So I'm going to be out in Vegas. Nice. For sure. But um, and also, I feel like Charlo kind of. Through a curb like he saw what Canelo said, he said um, he kind of he wasn't expecting it. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you can't give everybody what they want when they want it. You know what I'm saying? So and uh, Charlo, he'll keep going, turn it up so, uh, more and more. The fight, no, they got two more press conferences after this, so he'll turn it up. But uh, yeah, he I like his energy came in like he like you know what I'm saying he just focused on the fight. You know? But uh, yeah, and uh, I looked at the tickets a lot. Most of them sold out, so I don't know how many of those like. You know, PVC bought and trying to resell or whatever, but I feel like most of them, most of the arena sold out. So but yeah, I, I think the hype's still I around. Think, it. I don't think PVC need to buy and resell like that shit. They, there's gonna be ticket resellers for Canelo fights from the rip. Like them tickets gonna sell. And they, bro, listen, I was trying to get a suite, right? Mm-hmm. I was trying to get a suite, right? And why these motherfuckers want two thousand dollars a person for a suite? Which is nowhere near the floor. 
How you want two thousand a person for a suite, which is nowhere near the floor? Like, bro, they wanted eighty grand for forty people. That's insane, and they gonna get it. Cause she said that yeah. casually. When she said that, I I had the driest swallow. Like, mm, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what that's what like that's what like corporations, like corporate parties and stuff like that. You feel me? That's a, that so must be a huge corporate write off. Cause who the fuck spending eighty grand on a little ass suite? What the fuck? You can't even. You'll see be surprised. Them. You can't even see them throwing punches. You gotta watch the yeah. TVs in the suite. Come on, man, they tripping. But yeah, I, I bought my my tickets today, so yeah, I think it'll be more a little bit more. Turned How much up you paid? Tomorrow. How much you paid? Be honest. Uh, I paid. Be honest. Be honest. I paid five hundred. I paid five hundred. What, what, what section you in? I'm in two hundred. It's the T-Mobile. Yep. You may feel like it's your time. I gotta look it up. Because uh, I, I, you know, I'm always credential, and even when I wasn't credential, they I had like floor seats because of uh, Hennessy in them, but uh. Y'all gotta look it up, or right, I don't know where the two hundred's at. Is did, did it seem high up or what? Is it gonna be hot in that bitch? No, it's like high? it's like it's like the two hundreds, but it's like the first, like on the first two rows. So I'm like over the top because I feel like the lower section mm-hmm. it wasn't as elevated. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the lower bow wasn't as elevated. Like it's like when I went to the uh, tank fight in State Farm, the lower section was like really elevated, mm-hmm. so you kind of get a good view at the ring. But T-Mobile looked kind of like flat, like so. All but right, Chad. We're going to see you when I get out there. For, For sure. sure. Let's meet up. You already know. Hardeen. Hardeen, don't buy me no drinks. Bring me that bud. I got Optimus Prime, fat $10, super chat. A lot of PBC haters salty that Canelo thanked Al Heyman. Yeah, he did. He did. And why he said Al Heyman and Canelo promotions, the best, the best promoters. I said, what, man? You don't get the fuck out of here. Nah, he, he, I mean, I guess he is putting shows on in Mexico. You know what I mean? So. Damn, Bud already out here fishing and shit. That's funny. That's funny. Let me show y'all this. I just got tagged in this. Salute to the community. Keep me up to date with everything. Makes it easy. So you got to be watching us on YouTube. And this is a picture of Bud out fishing. And he caught, literally caught the big fish. Not only an arrow, but like I said, literally. And uh, they always said he was a fisherman. Oh, shit. I didn't even read the caption. Caught the big fish. Now I'm hunting the little cub, Twin Charlo. (gasps) Oh, shit. That's crazy. Yo, I love it. I love it. He's turning hill on him. Damn, I, I I dropped the ball. I'm five minutes late on my guess. Shit. I'm be like, yo, you ain't. I've been sent that. What if he listening right now? Damn. So we having Richardson Hitchens on the show in a matter of seconds. If you haven't already dropped him a question on our Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the boxing voice and or our community members tab here on youtube.com forward slash 
members where you should see a post, you will see a post for Richardson Hitchens, and you can ask him a question, which I will read to him and say, it was you. So your best bet is to say where you're from. Like, yeah, my name is Mike from New York. New York. And, yeah, so we should be having him in a matter of moments. I sent him the link, even though I was late. Apologies. That happens when you ramble. But salute, we got about five questions coming in on our members tab here on youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice members. And a couple more here on our Patreon posts as well. So while we wait for him to join us, oh, and there he goes. Champ. Hello. I hear you. I hear you. Y'all can hear me? Perfectly. Can you see me? I see you perfect. How are you, man? First and foremost, thank you for coming on the show and giving us a bit of your time. I'm good, man. I ain't never hit, see you hit me up and say, come be on the show. Yeah, man. You I know you hit me up saying, I know you hit me up saying, nah, I know you hit me up saying, ask me if I was going to be in uh, Bud and Earl fight, but I ain't never seen you um, text me like, y'all want to get an interview with you. Cause I, I wasn't even, I didn't even go to Vegas for the fight. Bet, man. Um, I mean, it's cool. We, we got it going. You're scheduled to fight September 23rd. Um, you were scheduled to fight Montana Love. So let's start there. Uh, how gutted were you? Uh, or, you know, it wasn't that big a deal and you just moved on to the next one. You said, was the fight that big of a deal? I mean, being canceled. No, nah, it really wasn't. Uh, I mean, it was a big of a deal in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, while you in camp, you a few weeks away from the fight. Uh, everything is, is, you know, is rolling. And we get the phone call that Montana's injured. That was kind of discouraging. But um, it wasn't a surprise. But it was kind of like whatever. I I, I thought Eddie was would have something lined up for me, the same for July for that July 15th date because you know we still had a couple weeks. But Eddie was um was very uh like he was serious on making the Montana fight. That's what he wanted at the time, and um we tried to make it happen. We try to I try to hold off as long as possible because you know like I said, me and Montana was fighting July 15th, July 15th, and what he, what was told the matchroom that it wasn't a huge uh, injury. So we thought maybe in the end of July or or end of August, then maybe we, we was thinking early September, then we was thinking the end of September. And, you know, we, uh, now he put posts up on social media that he's back and ready to fight October. And we were, I, I wasn't waiting until October to wait for Montana. It wasn't that serious. So we wanted to proceed on with, with my career and keep me active and keep me busy. And I'm not moving on his time. And so we took this fight. Now, how'd you feel when you see that he posted that he would be a good fight for Ryan? I seen him post that, I think, yesterday. It's like, did you see, Did you notice that? Obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously, he, he, obviously what he's basically saying is that he, he didn't really want to fight me. Because, you know, at the end of the day, 
it wasn't he just he had he said he put up, he put up a little a little thing basically saying oh uh what did he say he basically said something like something like along the lines of um I thought he thought I wanted to fight and I go he thought he, he thought that I wanted to fight but I go and take another fight and he left that alone you know if that was me if that was me and I got injured or some shit and then he went and took another fight and I felt like me and him and you know if I was in his position I would have been calling me out like you know like I want this guy and want this guy he took the attention of Ryan Garcia because I feel like that's what he want he want a money fight he don't want he don't really want a uh a fight like me you know what I'm saying because it's like the reward and the risk is kind of like it's not really adding up how he wanted to add up Speaking of risk versus reward, do you feel that now you put yourself in that situation, taking on a guy like Cepeda? Because he's obviously known as a puncher. Um, a lot of people thought he could have got the win in the Ramirez fight. Um, Regis is the only guy that I can think of that stopped him. I, I, I'll Google it, though. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a tough fighter that hardcores know. Not a lot of casuals it's not like a a ryan garcia fight so to speak yeah so so you saying do i feel like it's a big risk yeah do i do you feel like you're in that situation now where you're taking the the the, the high risk low reward fight i mean you could say that zapata is definitely a, a tough tough challenge somebody with, with like for like for somebody like me with only 16 fights you know, I don't, I don't got the experience he had. He's been in main events. He's been in world title fights. He's been in with the best 140s in the world. You know, I, I haven't even been in the ring with the competition that he's been in. So it's definitely a huge step up in, in class and experience. But I feel like with my skill set and what I know in the ring, it's just levels above what Zepeda ever been in the ring with. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been in the ring with guys that have a lot of professional experience and the guys that guys that are uh, battle tested and been in uh, big fights. But I just feel like when it's when it comes to me, the skill level is just out of the world. Is 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 I feel like Zapata never been in the ring with a guy that thinks like me or have the uh, the abilities that I, that I have in the ring when it comes to just just smarts. So I think that uh, he don't have that type of experience being he don't have the type of experience when it comes to a fighter like me. So um, it'll show on September 23rd that it's, it's experience. Experience doesn't play a key when, when you have like the talent and skill that I have. So as I hear you say that, I can't help but think back to the Juan Bowser fight where, you know, I picked you to win. I didn't know you would look that good. I didn't know you would look that composed. I didn't know it would be that easy. Are you saying that you will have one of those type of performances, or do you think it would be a tougher fight than the Juan Bowser fight? I mean, it can be an easier fight, or it can be a tougher fight. We don't know. Uh, Zapata Stroh, when he stepped up in class, he's he's uh, chinny. You know what I'm saying? Once he stopped fighting, once he stopped fighting, uh, once he started fighting American fighters, and and he, you know, he built up a good career fighting a lot of Latin and. And guys and Mex Mexican fighters and stuff like that. But once he 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 stepped on stepped stepped up, he had good performances with the Josue Vargas uh, performance in the Ivan Baranchek fight. But I feel like the Ivan Baranchek fight 
it took a lot out of him. It took a lot out of Ivan too, and it took a lot out of him. You know, all it just showed that he really he don't have the granted chin. You know, he's been dropped a few times in his career. And I don't feel like it's gonna be an easy fight. I wouldn't say it's gonna be an easy fight, but I feel like I, I'm preparing and I'm preparing for a I'm preparing for a tough fight, but I feel like I like I said again, with my smarts in the ring and and what I and the, the way I think in the ring is gonna be something like way different from what he ever experienced in the ring, you know. So that's gonna play a big factor. And a lot of people don't even haven't even seen the best of me. You know what I'm saying? They haven't even seen what I'm capable of really because the Bowser fight was kind of like a like a little a preview because I it was a fight where I was active and I just fought right before that and I got right back in the ring. But this fight, I think that it'll just show like, okay, like even with a veteran, he's still that good. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, was there anything behind the thought process of this opponent being a Southpaw since you were already scheduled to face a Southpaw in Montana Love or did it just happen to fall that way and you got lucky because you've been training with the um, they, they've been for saying the last couple since, months. Yeah, they've been saying Zapata since um since right after the Bowser fight. They, they, we heard Zapata name. They, they threw Zapata name in there when they was bringing me opponents. And then, Eddie, like I said, Eddie really wanted the Montana fight, but uh, Zapata was definitely an option and Sergey Lipness was an option. So I think uh, they got to make the fight with uh, Surya Lipnets, and that was the fight that was uh, on the table. So once, the, I mean, they got to make the fight with Zapata, and once they got to make the fight with Zapata, it was just like, okay, let's do it. Now, how do you feel about the fact that it'll be seven months when you step in the ring, or a little more? No, I don't think, is it? I think. Yeah, I mean, you fought. I, I don't uh, can't even do the math. Wasn't the Bowser fight February. in February? And it'll be it'll be yeah. it'll be the end of uh, September. You fought February fourth. Yeah. Be, your fight your fight will be yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wasn't I, I I wasn't looking forward to that. But these are things that happened in my career that we can't control that Eddie couldn't control, or that um um even when I was made with promotions, things like this would happen, and it, it was things out of their control where they couldn't keep me active. I felt like uh. I felt like um, Eddie really wanted the Montana fight, and Montana told them false. Um, then some false information. I, I don't know what it, what was the problem on his side, but he he really wasn't knowing. He was kind of telling them that he was waiting on his doctor to clear him or whatever was the case, and he may be ready. So Montana, I mean Eddie didn't want to risk me fighting somebody else before uh, Montana, and then I end up getting injured or I can't and I couldn't fight till maybe November, December. So Eddie didn't really want to make the fight happen. So I think that's why I kept they kept me out the ring a little longer. But it wasn't Eddie's fault. And Eddie came back with me with a, a bigger fight, in my opinion. A fight that's going to give me more respect. And um, in, yeah, seven months out the ring, it is what it is. It's business as usual. Now, um, not to get personal, but how many fights do you have left? Uh, with Eddie? With Eddie? Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, uh, with Eddie, um, this is my last fight with Eddie. Damn. Because the reason I ask is, obviously, they in talks with Devin Haney for the Regis Pro Grade fight. 
no intelligent promoter is going to give a one-off fight to let you come to his network, fight his champion, potentially beat the champion and leave with the belt. So it would have at least been a two-fight deal. And you the only un- other 140-pounder right. over there that comes to mind. Um, right. If that possibility comes around where after this fight, he, he y'all talk extensions with, with the opportunity of a Devin Haney fight, are you interested in the winner of, actually, the winner of, because this fight that you're fighting with Cepedas for a vacant WBC... Um, Silver. What? Which? Which? This says super. Oh, silver, silver. Okay. So yeah. So you know, it, yeah. it, you're potentially in line for that fight, regardless. Yeah, of course. The the world title is what I want. The big fights is what I want. And if Devin Haney and Regis Prograde they they come to a deal and the fight get official and um. We can make that fight happen with either the winner of Devin, I mean, with Devin being a winner or Regis being a winner. We definitely uh, would love to make that happen. Obviously, when I fight in September, I want one more fight in the end of the year. So we'll get that one more fight. And after that, I don't, I, I don't think, I really don't think it will make any more sense for me unless it's for a world title. And if, if it's Devin or if it's Regis, let's line it up. Let's, let's uh, come to the table, come up with a, a, a deal and, Make it happen. Are you expecting to explore your opportunities, or are you looking to stay where you where you're at? Um, I think we'll just see what's out there for real. Like to be honest, I just want to see. We'll see what's out there. I feel like Eddie Hearn is the best promoter in boxing. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that uh, it's always going to be opportunities at, at Matchroom, and it's. Obviously, there's opportunities everywhere else, so we'll just have to see what my manager come with. That's why, you know, he's on my team to make these smart moves, help me make these smart moves, so. And that being Keith Conley. Yeah. Salute Keith Conley, man. I hear he's working with Alicia Bumgarner now, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's, yes, she's another great talent, so that's, like, big for him, too. Uh, so I got a couple questions here from the people before we let you go. First one is from <clears throat> New York City. Uh, David Maldonado says, what's up, champ? How you see Tio versus Ryan and Tio versus Devin? I have Tio beating them both. Oh, Tio versus Ryan. I got Tio beating Ryan, but I think it will be a little bit more of a, a, of a chess match. Of a test match a little bit. Uh, and I got uh, Devin beating Teofimo. Um, what did you think? Did you expect that performance from Teo versus Teller? Nah, I didn't really, I didn't really um, expect the, uh, the performance from Teo versus Taylor. But I just, I really could, I really know, didn't know what to ex- expect from Taylor. Because I really, like, haven't really seen him fight no style like Tio. And I feel like when I was, I was trying to just, like, see how he would fight somebody like Tio. And I'm just like, uh, I don't really know. But I felt like Tio would lose because he fought uh, Santa Martin. And Santa Martin had good distance. You know, he wasn't as long or tall or as rangy as Josh Taylor. Wasn't as 
as as better. He wasn't better than Josh Taylor on paper. You know, Santa Martin really wasn't better on paper. So I felt like, okay, like if he had a problem with Santa Martin, like Josh Taylor's definitely going to uh, be able to beat T.O. easy. But the performance T.O. Fimo had was like, that was crazy. Like I, he was like really shocked me. When I was watching that fight, I'm like, damn, like he made Josh Taylor look like, he just couldn't deal with that style. Like it was just too, he was just, T.O. Fimo was just too fast, too sharp, too slick. That It was just bottom line. He just didn't know what to do with that type of style. James Valdez, San Antonio, Texas. The current 140-pound world champions, Tiafimo Lopez, WBO, Rolando Romero, WBC, Sabrero Matias, IBF, Regis Prograde, WBC. Which two would you run through easy, and which two would be more of a challenge? Um, I don't think I'll run through any of them guys. I want to say I wouldn't say I'm, I will run through any of them guys easy. You know what I'm saying? All of them are world champions for a reason. Obviously, I feel like Roley's the weakest limp because he really didn't fight like, like a real like, like he fought a, a, a good fighter. The the guy, the older the older guy wasn't was a, a good fighter, but he wasn't like, you know, like not like he wasn't like an outstanding type of guy where Roley beat and we was like okay like he deserved to be a champion or he will like he will hold on to that belt for a while. I feel like uh um. Sabir Matias, he didn't really beat nobody for the for the title neither. But Sabir Matias is definitely one of the, the toughest guys in the division. I feel like because just of his style, and but he also get hits hit a lot. But it's still like he, he's still relentless and he's uh, like a, a machine. So um, none of them guys are easy. And Tio is a is a is a, a, a great young sharp talent. And Regis is just a. a a great puncher with timing, with good timing. So, you know, and you got to watch out. You got to be sharp with Regis at all times. So all of them are tough fights. I got Saquon Hall. Is Jose Cepeda a more challenging fight on paper than Montana Love? Yes. Yes, on paper is definitely um, a more challenging fight because Cepeda has doubled, like, I have 16 fights. I feel like Cepeda, like, almost, his knockouts alone doubles that. He's been in tough fights. He, he's, there's nothing I could say to Zepeda or, or even bring to the table to even mess him up mentally or for him to be like, oh, I don't know how, how this is going to go. Like, I felt like with Bowser, like, he, it was a lot of questions Bowser never answered yet in boxing. He never been a, 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 in a 10-rounder. He never been in a professional fight with a fighter with, with the skill set that I had. And a lot of people were kind of saying the same thing as, as like, with me. Like, oh, you never fought a fighter like Bowser. But I just felt like I had tougher competition. I already fought tougher guys than Bowser. But Zepeda, I feel like Zepeda been in tougher, like, he been in uh, big moments in his career, but he just never fought at nobody as skillful as me or that possesses the 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 uh, abilities that I'm bringing to the table with, with the speed and the, uh, the speed, the reflexes, the IQ, the defense. The, the ranginess, the everything, just everything I'm bringing to the table for Zepeda is going to be like something different he never really experienced. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a different type of guy from Jose Ramirez or or Ivan Baranchek. This is, this is two different type of animals and he's going to be in the ring with. He never experienced that. For sure. I got New York Bullet. What up, champ? Who were some of the legends you looked up to that inspired you to box, if any? Blessings, good luck. Um, main main person that inspired me to box is uh, um, 
and Floyd Mayweather. I feel like Floyd Mayweather is like my biggest inspiration in boxing. And I always, every day I wake up and try to reach, I'm just like wanting to reach the, the, the heights he, he touched in the sport. And that's like my biggest motivation because I feel like Floyd is, is a, a elite level scientist in the ring, a, a, a different type of thinker. In, in the sport of boxing, I feel like he was just he he did it with just him him with pure hard work, dedication, and just and pushed his talent to limits. So I feel like he's definitely like the main legend I ever looked up to. All right, I got just a few more here. We got Ryan Fraser in Canada, uh, Toronto. He says, "What are some of your goals for 2024?" Oh, become world champion. Become world champion and start and, and become a mil- and start becoming a million dollar fighter and just uh, cementing my name as one of one of the faces of boxing. And we still have like a lot of work to do, a lot more hard work to do, and just becoming becoming better as as a a, a person outside of the ring. So because I feel like if I become better as a person outside of the ring, it will affect me. It will affect me in the ring. I think that I would. Uh, become better in inside of my craft. So just uh, fixing a lot of bad habits and, you know, becoming a better person. I got young Pablo. Is Montana love option still on the table? I mean, yeah, the Montana love option is, is still on the table because uh, he's, um, you know, he's, uh, He's still a he's still one of Eddie's uh 140s that has a name. And I feel like even with me his, the rivalry that me and him has, like it's still keeping his name alive, you know what I'm saying? And but I feel like uh depending on how I get this job done on um on on September twenty third, uh if Montana don't fight before that, if Montana don't fight before that he and he waits and me and him could do it in December. I feel like it would be an option, but if not, if 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 not, and I fight somebody else in and next year, I, I wouldn't really be looking Montana away no more. It would just, it would, I would just let him get away, do what he'll do, and um, unless it's for a world title, it's like really no point of talking. I got Nate the Alien. What's good, champ? Seeing that you and Tank watched the big event together, have you two ever spoken about the possibility of having a fight against each other? Shout out to you. Looking forward to see how your career grows. Nah, we never talked about having an opportunity to fight each other. But I feel like if I if I ever fought when I'm when I'm a, like a guy like that I'm cool with, it's crazy how it's to, both of the uh, guys that I'm real friends with, they're like that they're around my weight, but they're like one of the top guys in the sport. It's crazy. But if I ever fought uh, Tank or Shakur, it would be like it'll have to be a mega fight. It wouldn't just be. Oh, he's a he's it's just for a world title. I'm oh, I want to go take the belt. I feel like it will have to be a, a mega fight, and it will have to be like we have the opportunity right now while we're young to make a lot of money. So it'll be like okay, like let's do it and put it put our friendship aside and you know take care of business. But I really want to look forward. I never really talked about finding out my friends because we we don't think as that boxing is a a, a dangerous sport. It's a, it's a sport where you know. You can really hurt somebody eternally. So I never really think about finding my friends, but it's not something that that comes up. For sure. Um, I got Dre Bogus. Salute. I met Dre Bogus at the appreciation. He says, looking down the line, 
Who do you see as your super fight? I feel like is a. I feel like um, to be honest, I feel like any fight could be any. It could be anybody as a, as a super fight. Uh, for me, Ryan Garcia, Teofimo, uh, um, Devin. There's a lot of big super fights out there for me. But it's all about me right now working on myself and building myself so I could bring leverage and something to the table to where it, it will become a super fight. Because if I fight Teofimo, I mean, if I fight Teofimo or Devin or Ryan, I'm going to just be somebody that's in the fight. People are gonna, just going to know that it's going to be a good fight because of the hardcore boxing fans. You know, the people that really know boxing. Like, oh, that Hitchens kid is really would really give Devin Haney a, a fight. Or he would give – or he, he's, he's going to beat Teofimo because they know boxing. But – People from the outside world, they're like, I don't, we never even heard of this kid. Who is this kid? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I need to build myself more. And that's uh, what Eddie's helping me do right now, build my portfolio and build my stock so I can be ready for the mega fights in the near future. I got Flacco38. What happened with the love fight? Do you think love is avoiding you? And by the end of next year, do you see yourself fighting a big name? I mean, yeah. By the end of this, by the end of next year, I feel like by the mid next year, I, that's the only option is big name. I feel like Jose Zapata is a big name. He lost to Regis. That was a that's one of the, one of the big Regis and Zapata was one of the biggest names in the division. People just with boxing. Once you take a loss, if, the, if we was talking Jose Zapata a year ago, they would have said I'm in a, in a huge fight. You know what I'm saying? But because he lost to Regis, people are looking looking after him, looking past him, like oh. He's nothing Hitchens supposed to be him. But if it was a year ago, they would have been like, oh, he might stop Hitchens or this is too much too soon for Hitchens. So I feel like Zapata is a big fight. It is a big name is a, and it's a big fight. And I feel like it was going to be more names like Zapata or bigger names in the near future. Last one, champ. Uh, Braylon says, why does BoxRec have you as suspended by the New York State Athletic Commission indefinitely? I'm sure that's just... Protocol. Yeah, I don't know. Fight. I don't know what's that about. A few people keep calling me about that, but I don't know about that. Um, I think that's something. Uh, I don't know what's that about, but that's gonna get solved. Uh, I'm expecting to be in the ring September 23rd, and I, for to my knowledge, I never got suspended because of nothing. So, word. Plus, that usually happens when you get knocked out and you won the fight. But champ, that's all the yeah. questions, man. Like I said, I want to thank you. Well, you did watch the fight. You did bet on Bud. I bet on him too. But uh, did you think it would look like that, though? No. Nah. Me neither. <laughs> Hell no. Me neither. That was crazy. But that's the that's the point of boxing, though. That's the point of boxing. I I learned that. Even I, this is how I look at it, Nesto. Everything on a on a smaller scale, it's the same thing on a bigger scale. You know what I'm saying? Even with my fights now, even with my fights now, even with my fights now, uh, or my, my previous fights, it's been fights that I've been in in the past where it was like Malik Hawkins. Oh, this is a 50-50 fight. Oh, this is a good fight. And with a bad odds really had me and Malik like this. Or even with the Bowser fight, I had a lot of guys saying Bowser was going to beat me or it's going to be a it should be, this is a big fight, or this is a huge step up, damn, like, I had people calling me right when the fight was announced with Bowser, like, oh, like, this is a, a big one, champ, like, stay focused, like, I already felt I could have beat Bowser on my BC game before I even got in the ring with him, I was like, this this kid is nowhere near my level, and the same thing with this fight right here, 
I feel like I'm not saying the pay is nowhere in my level. But I just feel like my potential is 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 out the world, and it's always gonna be like that. Even if I fight Devin, they still gonna be like, oh, this is a big fight. This is such and such. But I can get in there and make Devin look easy. But and the world would be surprised. I'm I don't think Devin's one of them fighters that. I feel like Devin's one of the fighters. Me and him getting the ring, he's gonna step up to the occasion. He's gonna perform on a high level with me. But like I said, like I just feel like it, it's boxing. Like you really can't be surprised. It's just like that's what the sport is meant. To, these people are meant to hype up these these fights. You know what I'm saying? Only the fighters really know. Like okay, like this is what's gonna happen. And Bud, I feel like Bud was the only person that probably really thought, or other guys or other people in the world probably who really believe what they believe thought that Bubba went the way he did, but us, we never going to think that, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously, like, we that's how it's supposed to be. So, no one has interviewed your boy yet, but I'm sure you've talked to him because Crawford's been on every major radio station. There's no way you and Tank and the rest of the world haven't heard Crawford telling Tank, come up to 47, you said you could tap my chin, you said I got a glass. Chi- I mean, did you? I mean, did you at least text him like, bro? What's all this shit Crawford saying that you said? Cause you do know the tank said a few things like Crawford had a glass shield. Crawford got a, a a glass chin. He'll hit Crawford. He'll knock him out in six. So, you know, that's a super fight. I'm sorry. I know. I know you've already given someone your stance and said the tank will never fight him. But like. Where else is Tank gonna make another forty million dollars, Tank? I don't know, but um, Tank and uh, Tank and um, Tank and I don't think t- I don't see Tank uh, fighting Bud. And Tank got respect for Bud's skills, you know. Even when, when when him and Earl was fighting, Tank was giving Bud his flowers. Like he's very very sharp. Like he's a great fighter. And I feel like Tank probably just never. I think that interview was before the, the Earl fight, and I feel like. Uh, Tank never really like paid attention to Bud, like or like really like it was one of the moments where Bud showed who he who he said he was, and Tank respected it as any fighter would. Like, is that's just plain and simple. I don't I don't think Tank would. Uh, I don't know how I don't know if Tank would dare to be great to go up there. That's not something I never talked. I never talked to him about. I never heard Tank have talking about going to 147 at all. I just maybe one time with Keith Thurman or some shit he was saying. Maybe. I think he was talking about fighting Keith Thurman one time, but I don't know. We'll see. You know, Duran moved up from 35 to beat Sugar Ray Leonard when Leonard was undefeated and 24 years old. Duran Duran moved up from 35. Then he went 15 rounds with Hagler. Mikey moved up from 35. Fall Earl went 12 rounds with him. Shane Mosley moved up from 35, fought De La Hoya at 47, beat him. Canelo Which moved up two still, divisions yeah. and beat Kovalev. A lot of fighters did it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, shit, it's boxing. We'll see. I would, I would, I would uh, love to see. And like I said, and like you said, how many more times in, in, in this lifetime uh, tank all bug gonna have the opportunity to make forty million dollars in their life. So this is like, this is uh that would be uh a big risk for Tank, but it would also be a big reward for him. And it would be like one of his. It, I mean, I feel like Tank have a lot more opportunities than Bud to make that type of money. But it's like I was saying earlier, like the people that Tank has that potential with, 
they got to bring stuff to the table, like the Devons and Shakurs and Teofimos and a lot more people that, you know, that has names and can keep building a resume and maybe one day possibly both of them is able to bring that much money to the table, but we'll see. Styles make fights. You've been in both those camps, right? Because you know Shakur, so you've been around Bud. You obviously cool with, with, with Tank. Is the distance it too much of an issue where you where you would recommend not to take that fight, or do you think Tank can get past Bud's range? Because he would have to land some uppercuts. He would have to do damage on from the inside, right? Like it would, because you know. If you think back to the Gamboa fight, it, it did trouble Crawford a bit. You know, the, the 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 smaller guy's harder to hit. Or you think, nah, it's, you know, he's just too big. I don't know. <laughs> I would love to see him spar, though. <laughs> That's it. I would love to see him spar. If they spar, I'll be, I'll be tuned in. Bet. Well, that was the last one, champ. I do appreciate you, man. Uh, thank you for coming on. We wish you, obviously, the best of luck in this upcoming fight. We know you're going to pick up that win. I, actually, last one came in. Uh, well, no, you, 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 you pretty much answered that. You pretty much answered that. Um, so, yeah, if you want to give out your social media, you can do so at this time. And once again, we appreciate you. Uh, please follow me on... on uh on IG at Richardson Hitchens, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N-H-I-T-C-H-I-N-S. On um, on Twitter, he is Richardson. And uh, September 23rd, I'm back in a huge fight versus Jose Zepeda, uh, two-time two -time world challenge, world title challenger. And uh, it's going to be a great fight. Catching on the zone, September 23rd, we the main event, and I'm expecting to put uh, on a great show. See, this how big that fight is with, with Tank and Bud. I got three other people asking the same question different ways. Like, your, your opinion on how competitive, uh, your opinion on how the fight would turn out, your opinion on whether it would go to the decision. You don't have to answer because you already gave an, a, a, a breakdown, but I do want to shout out Marcus, Victor Banuelos, and James Benitez for sending in those questions. Champ, we appreciate you, man. Like I said, good luck on the fight. Thank you. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Richardson Hitchens live on TBV. We back taking callers for anybody that wants to call in, give their review on the press conference or talk about the interview. That's what we're doing. We got J-Dog. What up? Hey, what's good with you? How are you, J-Dog? How you doing? Straight. I'm doing amazing. How are you? All right, listen. Real talk, though. Dramon Charlo, he's going to smoke Canelo. Real talk. He should fight Raleigh as his first defense. Like, I just got to be honest, man. Hello? Hello? All right. He was serious. He said Jamal Charles is going to wreck Canelo, and then he should fight Roley on his first defense. But I love it because you ain't the biggest show in the world if you're not getting prank callers. Like, think about all the radio stations and all the radio shows you grew up on. Everyone had prank callers. You have to have prank callers. 
you ain't got no prank calls, you really ain't popping. So salute to him. Not to say I want a bunch of these weirdos every day, but yeah. General Camino, what up? Yo, Ness, what's good, man? Chilling. Well, we're, I'd have to agree with you, man. I think that press conference was a little boring. I think Charlo definitely got to, you know, present himself as the villain to sell that fight. One thing I've always thought of the Charlos outside of the ring is they think they're bigger than they actually are. They think, like, the world and the country know who they are. Most people don't. Only really the hardcores do. And probably a couple casuals. But, yeah, I think he definitely needed to, you know, push that villain role to kind of get them ticket sales up and then pay-per-view buys up. That would have been a good thing for him. Um, one thing I would say I'm worried for him about is the fight itself. Personally, I don't think he can win that fight unless he gets a knockout. And I don't think he has enough in his arsenal to, you know, wash Canelo over 12 rounds to, say, make it like a, like a what, a 8-4 or like a 9-3 or a 10-2. If he edges out a 7 with a 7-5, they're going to rob him. It's the first fight on a PBC deal for Canelo for three fights. They're not going to let him lose that shit, especially if it's close and they go 12 rounds. If he get if Canelo gets knocked out, it is what it is. But if that shit go 12 and it's kind of close, which it will be, because Charlo don't got it like that, then he definitely getting robbed, even if he edge him out a little bit. And what leads me to say that is just what I saw a couple months ago, man. I know the fight isn't as big as this one, but PBC literally robbed an old-ass man to give Roley a belt. Mm. That shit was crazy to see. I'm telling you right now, it's almost as if they told the ref, as soon as Roley starts throwing a bunch of flurries, wrap that shit up. But it's not your time. I got Treese, Toledo, Ohio. What's going on, champ? Joe? What up with you? What up? What up, though? What up, though? Shit, I just wanted to get on, talking shit. Wanted to say shout-out to the back call. Got on earlier and fucked with them for the first time. That shit was pretty smooth. I fuck with them guys back there. Some of some of them got some sense. You know how that goes. Some of them just, you know how that go. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, like I say, man, this, this press conference here, man, I, it didn't get my blood pumping, bro. That's what I don't I know what the fuck. Uh, this shit didn't uh this didn't get me excited, man. I get disrespectful shit that we try and get going on and whatnot. And uh like I was talking to the people on the back call, they I was saying to them like I'm like they're like, Oh, Charlo, he feels like he has no reason to get disrespectful and shit like that, but I'm like, damn, then when I think about that, I'm like, Well I guess he don't really got I guess he can't really disrespect, but he could though. Then they saying he can. They like Nigga, you supposed to bring up at 154, bro, when you had the opportunity to fight me, bro. Why ain't you, you supposed to bring that shit up? You was ducking me. You was supposed to, they said you was supposed to put up a fit, make a scene and whatnot at the press conference. But I don't know, man. This shit ain't getting my blood boiling, man. Where, 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 the, where the next one taking place at? Next what? The next press conference. No, we get another press conference. L.A. Right L.A. Where, L.A. 
we do we get another I was asking them in the back uh, I know you this like you said, this is your job. Do we get another press conference any any anywhere else? Like any tech do we get a tech? Yeah, here in a, Vegas, no, no. After those two you don't get nothing till fight week. You get a final press conference. Man, I ain't gonna lie, that's but pretty, they that's, probably that's they in my prob- opinion, that's a big gap. That's the two big. Well, of a they gap probably gonna do some biggest. Zoom shit because they definitely did a few Zoom press conferences for the Earl and 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 Bud fight. Okay, well, I need some because I ain't gonna lie. That's too big of a gap. You see, that's too big of a law in between time. For this to be a, like we say, this is supposed to be a mega fight. You see, me? I need all the promotion we can get. Like I say, I'm simple. For, I ain't gonna hold you for me. As much as I didn't really care for that Ryan and Tank fight, I ain't gonna bullshit, bro. I, I'm holding all promotion up to that standard. They was talking. They was. I feel like that fight got promoted for for damn near six months, bro. No bullshit. Like that fight. That fight took place in what, April. Well, not. No, I won't say two. Damn near two. This, that shit took place in April. In January, by by December, when he was fighting the Hector Garcia, and that shit took place in January. We was hearing about that shit. That's damn near a quarter of the year. Of promotion, you feel me? We need something like that for this type of fight. Like this, shit supposed to be nonstop. Don't lose no traction. I want to hear about this shit. Like everywhere I look up, Charlo's supposed to be doing press tour. I know Canelo don't really speak English like that, but fuck, get on the, get on the. I don't know. I don't know what. You I, I'm not gonna like be disrespectful, but I'm. But but on the. But it's not your the, time. You feel me? On the Mexican side, on y'all pressure. Stack my car, by the way. You feel me? On y'all. On the Mexican side of the of the time, you feel me? I don't know if it's a Mexican breakfast club. Get on that motherfucker, you feel me? Do you feel me? Let's get about the fight, man. But uh, hey, Ness. Yep. I've been doing some. Th- I've been doing some thinking about your man Floyd when he want uh Spence to go up, right? I ain't gonna lie. The more and more I think about it, I think he on to something, bro. I want Spence to go up and fight Laura, bro, at one sixty, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I would like to see that. I, uh. I'm not. The more and more I get thinking about, it, I'm not too keen on the on him and Bud, bro. Rematching. I don't care if it's at 154. I don't care if it's at 147. I don't care about none of that. I want to see him and Laura. That's a good name. I feel like that's a good fight. Like uh, for him to go to 160, you feel me? Something like that. That seems decent. I don't care. I feel like that'd be decent. On what you think about him and Laura? What you think about that, Spencer and Laura? Did that make, did that make sense or is that? Nonsense? I mean, that yeah, yeah, it makes sense if you're trying to make your own your own lane. You're walking away from the buff fight. Yeah, that makes sense. See, that's what I'm on, and that's what I think he should do. I'm not gonna lie. I think he should uh, distance himself from that fight, man. I was uh, thinking about the Joshua shit. Joshua looking like a bigger version of Earl and shit, and with this Derrick James shit, I don't know how much longer. You feel me? His train gonna uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much longer that train gonna choo choo. You feel me? So I mean, Earl, he, he got a tough assignment right now. He got to fight Canelo, so that that's potentially another loss on the resume for Derrick James. You, you see what I'm saying? That's not looking good on the track record so far. Then man. he that got line, then he, he got, got Wilder in December with AJ, so that's a back to back jump off. Not looking good. Hey, by the way, damn, ho, ho, ho. Speaking of that shit, hey, have you heard me? I heard motherfucker talking about Wilder fighting in October, and I feel like that fight, if if, oh, if Wilder fighting in October, that's going to fuck up my fight, man. Not that's October, fuck up December. The, 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 
December. Is that shit true? Hold on, see. Is well, they saying January. Excuse me. Now they saying January. They saying for January. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, before that, I had heard that Wilder was supposed to be taking a fight in between before AJ is what I heard. I don't know how true that shit is though, and I don't know. You feel me? If that's like, I don't, I don't want to see that. If that's the case, I don't want nothing to fuck up this fight. I need both of them to get. I, I need both of them wrapped up in bubble wrap. You feel me? Till January and get to that fucking fight. You understand me? But uh, August twenty sixth. The real big baby Jerry Anderson on ESPN, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Y'all know what the fuck going on. You may feel Watch like it's your time, but it's not Shout your time. Salute, Treese. Treese, man. I don't know if you're going to win that Albert Bell glove. You done, you done slacked off. We got a couple of people that put their name in the hat for that. We going out to Fats. What up? Yo. What's good? What's good, man? That shit was booty juice, man. I'm sitting here like, bro, this shit. I'm bored as hell looking at this shit. I mean, that shit, that shit was so Chill out. Chill out, bro. Hold on. Chill out. But yeah, though, man. Yeah, though, man. That was one of the boringest press conferences I ever seen, bro. Like, but one thing I give Charlo, I ain't know why people call him the little brother. I mean, when he was born last, I know they twins and shit. I mean, when he was born last or something, because, I mean, looking at them when they was in the face-off, shit, I mean, he, he don't look small at all. I thought he was a little smaller than that. Yeah, nah, he looked very small to me compared to Charlo. Yeah, yeah, Canelo, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I still damn. And then I was thinking Canelo was gonna break his ass down. I thought that was gonna be hard for him. I still think, I still think the layoff gonna be a factor. But uh, I mean, I give Jamel more of a chance than I thought he was gonna have for real, for real. Cause I was looking at, I'm like, size don't price. size like, don't win fights, champ. Size don't for win sure, fights. for sure. No, for sure, for sure. I just was like, I was shocked though. Like I thought he was a little. You know, smaller than that, because I, I don't really be watching him like that. I used to watch uh, Jamal a little more. But uh, damn, man, yeah, they, this press conferences, they need to they need to shoot that shit up with some steroids or something, man. Get that shit amped up, because, I mean, that shit, I mean, that shit was like crickets damn near. I'm like, this is supposed to be a mega fight. Like, where is the excitement? There ain't no disrespect. The, 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 most, the most hype I got was when uh, one of the people asked Jamal, about um, you know, people saying that he's gonna lose the fight, and he was like, "Well, fuck them, fuck them bitches." <laughs> so I thought that 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 was pretty like funny. It, that got me a little hyped up a little bit. But other than that, though, man, I mean, that shit was plain Jane vanilla as hell. You know what I mean? Potato salad, no seasoning. Yeah, you know I mean, burger, no, no seasoning on it. Straight grill, no ketchup, no nothing. I ain't, I ain't really too hyped for it, but I'm gonna look at it anyway because I'm a yeah you know I man I'm a fan of the sport so for sure appreciate it appreciate you champ appreciate you um right now I got Trey Trey 
Trey, what up? You got to unmute. Yo, Ness, you can hear me? Yup. Yo, what's good with you? You make it back home safe, I see. Yes, sir. I was talking about you yesterday. What up, champ? Hey, what's up? What you had to say? Now I was just telling everybody we met you, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping everything works out and you next up out of Omaha like you said you'd be. Oh, yes, sir. I love that. I appreciate that. Hey, yeah, but uh, let's cut to the chase. You really, you really, you really love this Charlo Canelo fight? Uh, love it. Um, I mean, listen, he daring to be great. I, I'm, I'm more disappointed that the press conference didn't have any excitement. I mean, I mean, you got to understand, I, I kind of feel like Charlo realized what's in front of him, so he's not going to be as who he was with Tony Harrison and all that. And plus, they don't got no real beef. They just signing up to fight each other, you feel me? They nah, 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 nah. Chill, yo. Charlo has been talking shit about Canelo for years. Calling him all you types think of... You so? I don't... Hell, he called him all types of names. Say he been ducking him for years. Like, he could have went to the podium like, you finally going to fight me? You should have fought me at 54. You could have been fought me. You could have fought my brother. Yeah. You ain't fight my brother. You ain't want to fight us. Yeah, we going to show the world why you've been ducking the both of us. Man, get the fuck out. He ain't sell shit. He ain't right. sell shit. You. He ain't get my money. Listen, I, I already you. bought three pay-per-views this year. Tank, Hector Garcia, motherfucking Earl and Bud. Tank and Ryan. Hey, you did it big for Bud, though. Hey, but you did it big for Bud, and we appreciate that. But, but still, let me tell you this though. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't, if like I can't just give up my money. They gotta, they gotta work for that shit. Yeah, I feel you. But let me tell you this, man. That tanking, that tanking bus shit kind of dead. Just cause, listen, it's 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 a big payday, but it's just big because of the names. It's not really big because of like. You know, like, the fight to me don't even seem like that good of a fight just because I feel like Bud would fucking outclass Tank. Like, Tank is levels behind. You know what I'm saying? So I just kind of feel as though, like, that, that fight is kind of pointless for both fighters. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I mean, look at it how you want. I just feel like that shit's stupid to me. And then last but not least, call your boy Haney and tell him to make this deal with Shakur. Let's get this shit done. Like, what it's we doing? Over. That, that, that boat done sell. He moved up. Shakur should have took so, the offer. So, now, so, now so, Shakur so, going to so. fight Jermaine Ortiz, right? Uh, I don't know, but look, so my theory was correct. I always knew them two really wasn't going to fight. It came to the pros. I just knew that, they were. That they ain't true. Gonna... That theory, that theory yeah. on, is only correct because why? Because, because Shakur ain't take the 20%. Because <laughs> he ain't take the 25%. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm glad you made it home safe, though. But that's just my point of things. I hope you, you feel me come back to the O, man. You know I'm coming back. You know I'm coming back. You better come back, man. You better come back. Talk For about sure. Charles and the Deuce and shit. Sure. Sorry, man. All Get right. up with me, man. Hey, Yo. hey, one more thing. Be paying attention to my IG, all right? For sure. All right, bet. All right. I got Allen. What up? Hey, TBV, TBV. How you doing? What's up? What's up? Hey, doing good. Hey, I think I'm going to go to that fight, the Richardson Hitchens fight, man. I think I'm going to go out there. Nice. That's only an hour away from here, so I think I'm going to go buy those tickets, man. It's in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Um. 
What else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, hey man, be be, be real honest with me. How, how do you feel about a fighter drinking liquor moments before they know they're gonna step into a big fight, a super fight? How do you feel about that, man? Uh, I would say that's definitely not the right thing to do. Absolutely, right? And I don't like that mindset from Charlo. You know, in that interview, they asked, he was talking, and he he, he, he spoke a little bit too much. And he said, you know, I think he said, um, what did he say? He said, oh, yeah, um, Al you know, sometimes just calls me out of nowhere. And sometimes he calls me at night. And, you know, I'd be on the Hennessy. You know, and, I, and sometimes I can't, can you know, like, focus. You know, he didn't say focus, but you know what he's trying to say. Like, you know, he he, he lit. You know, I, I mean, but he, that don't he, mean he's during training camp. I know he's in training. I'm not, I never say he's not training. I'm just saying. No, no, no. What I'm saying is it doesn't mean that the story he's telling you took place uh-huh. during training camp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. That's why I said moments before stepping into a big fight. Like, you still, like, you should be 100% always, man. Yeah, because but mo- you know moments, you- moments before is moments before, not 46 days away. Okay. I mean, still, man, like, he knows this is the year for him where he has to fight, you know? And he keeps saying, oh, yeah, I'm different now. I changed my attitude different and this and that and my and my decision. Yo, come on, man. You you obviously lying, man. Like, look, man. You can drink and do whatever you want. I'm just saying, man. You stepping in there with Canelo Alvarez, man. <laughs> Canelo Alvarez, you know, he probably drinking Michelob Ultras. You know, like that that shit light as fuck. That shit don't do nothing. He he he's sponsored by them and shit. You know, but he he's that Hennessy. Man, you know what Hennessy is, man? After one, two, three shots, hey, man, we you already know, man. Shit. But, you know, I'm. anyways, it doesn't stop the fact that the fight's going to be good. You know, obviously, it's a fucking good-ass fight, man. <laughs> you know? It can, it can, I don't want to say 50-50, man, because I, I'm, I'm going, I think Canelo is going to win this, man. I think Canelo's going to, you know, that's why the press conference was like that, uh, Ness. Like and remember the Errol Spence conference with Crawford? The first one wasn't wasn't too good. It wasn't too good. Yeah, and then well, the next one, they, what happened? It was lit it as fuck. The next one was lit as fuck. Everyone like, damn, they talking about smoking this, but that. I'm like, oh shit. So I think right now what's going on, they like feeling each other out, like sizing each other out, like seeing what what what's the vibe, you know, like what AJ did to Hamanius in the way, and like, you good, brother? Like, you got a problem with me? You know? <laughs> So, but now the next one, you're going to see something pop off. And that's what the media got to do. The media got to uh, steer some shit up, you know, in the, in, the, in the interview. You may feel like it's your time. Yeah, but it's I mean, not your time. Uh, you know, then, 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 then the media is to blame. You know what I mean? It's like that shit come out of them because you said all that shit behind the computer. You said all that shit on your live. You said all that shit from the, from the, from the, from the seat in the arena watching him fight. Like, this is just moments that have been captured on camera already. Abraham, what up? What up, dog? Chill. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but to me, uh, I see it way different than anybody else. I thought Charlo was 
extremely focused. For him to keep his cool and respect Canelo, he he going in that fight very focused, and so is Canelo, dog. I don't I don't understand why everybody's criticizing these guys because they don't want to act childish and talk shit up on stage. Well, I don't I mean, think we that it's shit, bro. I think it was a. I don't think that it is shit. I mean, Charlo has been saying things for how so many the, years yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that part, bro. What I'm saying is that I think he's focused as fuck. And at first, I thought I was going to be a wash from Canelo to, to Charlo, but I, li- I like this side of him. He's, he's cool, calm, and collective. I expect a fucking war that day, bro. No lie. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the the trash talking gets you hyped, but, I mean, that Tank and Ryan fight, one-sided. Bud and, and, uh, and Spence, one-sided. I was more excited during the talk, the, the pre-fight than the fucking actual fight. I was so disappointed that it was a fucking one-sided beatdown on both fights. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, I, 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 was, I was actually... Not disappointed about that. I was surprised that that right there, you know, that makes history, you know? Yeah, I think it's a bunch of callers that just want to see some kind of animosity before the fight. Absolutely. I mean, regardless of any sort of animosity before a fight, they're still going to get in there and fucking throw, throw hands. I don't think uh, Charlo getting out of character would make a difference with his performance in a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's going to go in there and do his it'll, fucking job. It'll, it'll sell the fight, yeah, though. I it'll sell it the fight. That, yeah, that's that, that too. But, I mean, he got Canelo on the other side of the of the ring, bro. It's going to sell. All he has, all, all, I think all Charlo has to do is perform at its best, and he's going he's gonna to come out a winner regardless if he loses or wins that fight, bro. Because, uh, to me, I, I like Charlo. He's that motherfucker, he stands as he stands on the ground, bro, and he 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 comes and fucking he goes in that fucking ring to to hurt motherfuckers. Well, yeah, I'm excited, bro. I can't I can't wait for for September 30th. Have a have a good evening, bro. All right, champ. Let's see what we got. Uh, looks like Zao boxing two dollars. Hitchens, what Tank had to say after the Crawford one? After Crawford one, he already said that. Mad bet one hundred five dollars. Daily dose of Hitchens. Excuse me, daily dose of Tankwill. Hitchens, aka U.S. Cunningham, sixth favorite fighter, active fighter. He outfoxes Zepeda. Um, high and low sports centrum, the boxing voice is more. $2 super chat, salute. Mad bent back with another one, $2 this time. Deli Dosa Tankwell, Charlo stomping Canelo. Canelo belly full full. We'll see about that. Tyrone, the great, $2. You got to let the troll cook one time. Face with tears of joy. Face with tears of joy. 
We got Charles Edward Cheese sending in $100. He says, I spy a Karma S and a chicken? I don't know what the hell that is. Fuck. I don't know. Uh, but I hate the sound. Not as enthusiastic for that huge super chat, but it's like you, you, you confuse me because I have no clue what I spy karma. I spy a karma. S and A. Chicken emoji. No clue. I'm lost. But I see Chick Chickarelli putting chicks there, but that's part of his name. So I don't know. We got keep it moving $2. That's what Nello should say. Why you ain't talking now? Yeah, but now Nello, now it's up to Nello to tell someone to keep that same energy. Come on, bro. You don't, you know, wh why he got to bully him? You feel me? Why he got to bully him? Like, if dude ain't got the, if he ain't got that energy no more, he ain't got that energy no more. Canelo ain't about to, you know, pick on him and, oh, say what you was saying. Say what you, like, come on, that's crazy. You asking for too much. But, uh, Barrel City E, what up? Barrel City E. Yo. What up with you? Barrel City, Barrel City. You hear me? I hear you. I hear you. My bad. My shit was. I don't know where my service is going now, but yeah, the press conference was alright. I mean, I guess they're trying to give each other that respect for you know you can feel it in the air type flow before they get the war. I would have. I felt like you know. Canelo, I, I, you know, Canelo's sitting at the top, so he ain't really much had to say nothing. But I would have liked for Jamel after, you know, motherfucker, I've been waiting a long time to get here. Yeah, you know I mean, give me some, give, give me a little heat. I ain't needed no bunch of cussing. I ain't needed, you know, the the the, the, the over tough guy shit or none of that. But I just wanted, I just wanted that I've been waiting for my moment feel from Jamel. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't know. Well, you, I mean, I ain't saying nothing was wrong with the way he acted. But I wanted to just feel some of that fire we normally feel from Jamel. You know what I mean? For me, he gave me happy to be here type vibes. Like, he, he didn't give me, I come to, I mean, he said, he said he come to win, but his vibe was really like, you know, he looked real happy to be in the moment. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I like chip on shoulder Jamel myself. What, what what you expected? You know I expected way more than that shit. Way more than that shit. You feel me? Way more than that shit, man. I needed some heat. You gotta get that shit selling, man. Like you know, Jamel, if you want to make this next fight with Crawford something big, like you know, you gotta you gotta learn how to be more of a salesman. Like that's one thing Conor McGregor does. That motherfucker gonna sell you him, AB. Like, you got to give me something, man. Sometimes Canelo already a superstar. You don't have to do shit. But Jamel, you trying to make yourself known to the public, man. You got to you gotta say some shit. Like, I mean, hell, Bud was even talking about having fish fries. and You going to bring them to the side and cook them and skin them. And, you know what I mean? Bomac popping shit. 
You got you know what I mean, you gotta know how to sell a fight, man. I wanted to I wanted to I'm fine with how it went, but I needed a little bit more heat than that. You needed to put a little bit more pepper on that shit, a little bit more season. Yeah, man, but I, I was just reading something, but just before I go, he said Jamel had the better resume than Jamal. That's why he chose Jamel. I gotta agree with that. Jamel resume low key is underrated. You gotta give me a show on that one day. But that's my, that's my call, man. I don't know about underrated. Fats counterpunch. You may feel like it's your time, but it's not your time. Yo. Yo. Yo, cool. Damn, the piggyback off of uh Borough City E and shit. Yo, you think? You think Jamel Charlo got a bigger win than Jamal over J-Rock? I mean, J-Rock was unified, right? How many belts he had? Two or three? Yeah. I don't know that Jamel has beat someone. Uh, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that Jamal win, but he got... It's just that he's been so inactive, man. But I meant to, I meant to say in the last call, man, it had slipped my mind and shit. Uh, did you hear that shit though about uh Jamel talking about oh oh Crawford was hitting Earl in the back of the head? Like, man, why get the fuck out of here? Like, that shit was soft as hell. Like, what you mean he was hitting him in the back of the head? Like, bro, that's what I be saying, bro. Like, bro, your man lost. Like that. That shit, that shit would be so weird to me. And then again, like, I, I see, I can see if when they ask him, because the dude followed right up, right up. He's like, so you gonna make the fight with Crawford after this? And if he was just, you know, focused on Canelo and want to be politically correct, he could have just said, well, you know, I'm focused on this fight. But he said, oh, that's if I can make the weight. Oh, so you playing these? So you you gonna play these type games now? But just the other day, on the Instagram post, didn't he say? He was going to do this, going to make the fight, come back down, and some rematch and all that. Didn't he say that on my trip? He certainly did. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. That's that's all I wanted to call about. Did you see that shit though when he said that about Crawford? Oh, he was hitting him in the back of his head and shit. I ain't see it. I got a hell of a lot of people to send me, oh, you damn. know, that shit telling me that though. Hell yeah. I was like, bro, that shit, that's some soft shit. Like, what you mean, bro? Like, you ain't now you a referee. Come on, bro. That shit crazy, bro. Like, then he's talking about, oh, that's if I can make the weight. So what you make the post for then uh, mentioning dude and all that? Was you cloud chaser? You know what I mean? That shit, you know what I mean? That shit crazy, bro. But that's all I wanted to uh, call back in the day. All right, all right. Facts, appreciate you. Uh, what we got? Who next on the line? If you're watching this on YouTube, you know what to do. Get it, smash that thumbs up. It's gonna help with the visibility. It's gonna put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans. Let them know we rocking out every day, twice a day. Taking calls. We want your opinion. What's your thoughts on the press conference for the big fight? We going to Georgie Porgy, Boston. 
Hey, yo. What's, what's happening, people? Man, how it sound, B? Street. Yo, man, what's going on with these lions, bro? This, this, this guy, yo. I'm rock. I'm rocking with Charlo, though. Word. And this this cat is like mad collected. I don't know. He's gonna go scientific on on on, on Canelo. Why? But I don't know. If they're getting smacked around, and I don't see that fire. And I, I don't know, man. I'm not liking it. It's like the Constitution. When this cat went down there, fucking, I'm rooting for Detroit and shit. And I'm like, yo, first thing you know, I don't know, man. What's going on on that side, bro? I don't yo, know. yo, I don't know what's going on. What you want me to tell you? I don't know. Since some people they not really as dedicated as we think they are, though, because the spans look like shit. Charlo don't. I mean, why? I mean, why? Why, why gotta be spent? Why spends gotta be not not dedicated? Why can't just be the Crawford that fucking good? He's that good, man. Yeah, but I still, because, like, man, why? Because there was no motherfucking adjustment that, that turn up, turn up. Would you, would you turn, how the fuck? Bro, you're talking boxing, sweet science. You cannot be that one-dimensional. Something definitely wrong. That's why I asked you before he was on the battle. But moving up to this fucking subject here, Charlo, like everybody's saying, we don't like the energy. You be talking you shit for an L-man and all this stuff and you married Teresa? Word. You don't it, want no it's, it's Mother Teresa, by the way, not Mary Teresa, but I get, I got what you were saying. Any goddamn way, man, we need some lava from Volcano here. Like you said, to fucking sell the fight, that pay-per-view, they ain't got much. I mean, they got it, but they really don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, no. Right now, now right now, you it, still, bro. right now, you still, like, potentially going to illegally stream it because they ain't, they ain't excite you enough. Nah, 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 I won't do it Nah, 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 That's I true. Listen, listen. I don't steal this shit, though. I, I check out the replay. Well, I don't like the fight. I don't want to pay for the pay-per-view. I just watch the replay. Fuck a little. I do something else that night. That's uh, what I do. Uh, you're a nice man. Yeah. Man, like you said, you don't want to see all that shit with a bunch of lines and all type of bullshit and parts. And fuck no, out of you here. ain't lying. You Anyways, ain't lying. Man. But I might have to go to you somebody's house. If they ain't, ain't going to earn their money, I'm going to have to go to somebody else's house. There you go, yeah. But yo, man, everybody out there support TBB. This is the real. You can call in, express your opinion, even if you fucking like it or not. Next, we we'll answer the call. We appreciate that, Mr. Gates. Shout out to everybody. I'm Maori. Shout out. Boston. Stand up. Georgie Porgy. Long time, listen. Let's see what else we got. We got a couple of super chats we got to get to. If you haven't already done so, smash the thumbs up. Keep these episodes in the eyes of the new boxing fans. If you're on Twitter, you should have retweeted. That's absolutely free. It don't got nothing. You know, that don't cost you nothing. Absolutely nothing it costs you to retweet. So we got... Junior Perez, $2. What's another option to call in besides the phone? Discord and Twitter spaces. Bobby Shaw, $10. Canelo will lose on lack of skill and jab and 
corner game plan. Hitting arms won't win fights. Charlo is a bigger name on Canelo resume with more skill than GGG. Race don't win fights. Skills do. So why'd you bring up race? 810 risk taker, $5. How much money will Al Heyman have to pay Mayweather to come out of retirement to fight Bud? She. Bro, he got paid 180 or some shit to fight Pacquiao. And he was in fighting shape. You're talking about a dude coming out of retirement to get in in, in, in one of the most difficult fights of his life. Yeah, that's going to take some big bucks. A lot of big bucks. Shout out to them if they could generate that. We got Bobby Shaw right back at us. $5. Canelo needs a new trainer. Eddie Reynoso has horrible corner game plan and doesn't improve skills and IQ. Canelo and Ryan and Oscar still fight the same. Well, you could be right about that, my friend. You could be right about that. I said you could be right about that. Let me see here. We got a cash app. With a cash app. Shout out to Treese. He's in the Toledo Albert Bell autograph glove that we're giving away. For a measly $4.19, you can purchase a raffle ticket, and we will announce the winner live on the show Sunday with a spinning digital wheel that you see uh, the winner land on. You know what I mean? We got Mike Hicks sent his $10 for the WBC raffle. Remember, we got this beautiful WBC care package to give one of you guys so you can walk around like a champ at your next fight. It's going to come with the hat. Let me screen share this, you know. I mean, not screen share, but show you this. It's going to come with the hat. The hat got the pin. That, that wasn't there. I added that. Got the pin. You got the reflective sticker for your laptop or your briefcase or some shit, you know. Maybe you got uh, luggage. You get the towel to wipe your sweat on them hot Vegas days when you come to the fight, September 30th. Wipe your tie. Wipe your sweat. You got the bag to put everything in. You feel me? When you stop at Hardeen, put your half an ounce in there, and then you get the dog tags to show that you truly with the WBC. You riding. You feel me? If I forgot something, I forgot it, but I shouldn't have. We got who's on the line? Who's on the line? Listen, if you are on Blog Talk, now is the time you need to press 1 so that we can get to you. I got Tim in Seattle. No! What's up? Hey, Ness, how you doing? All right. So, guys, man, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Shout out to everybody that tuned in. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up in the future, present, past. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. Uh, it'll continue to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans that don't know we rocking out every day. Remember, we take callers. We want your opinions. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I I I I got a new rule that I'm not gonna take any more of these weird screen names. So my man Bozo the Killer, I holla at you when you have a real legit screen name and maybe a legit picture. Got to go. It's a little hot. Uh, yep, we out.